Welcome to Create Photography, a podcast all about the creative side of photography. This is Daniel Sig. In today's episode, I will have a conversation with the New Zealand photographer, Paul C. Smith. Paul C. Smith is a photographer based in New Zealand. His style can be best described as a simplistic approach to the photographic art form. He switches between film and digital often. I discovered Paul's work through his YouTube channel, which I highly recommend. I was intrigued by his authenticity, but also by the beauty of his stills and motion work. All right, uh, Paul, well, thanks so much for being here today. I'm really excited to have you on, on the show and on, on the podcast. Thank you. Thank and you. yeah, I'm excited to speaking with you today. Me too. It's um, a privilege to be able to discuss photography with somebody over the, um, over the miles. Yeah. Yeah, and we're quite uh, around, I guess it's on the opposite side of the planet, one could pretty say, much, right? Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> so, and we're making it work. Yeah, with technology, we're closing the distances. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, well, wonderful, Paul. Um, well, I've been following your work for a while now, um, mostly via YouTube. And obviously, you have a website as well. And we'll link to that in the show notes. But I think there's a couple of things I'd, I'd like to talk to you about. And it's kind of around the theme of finding your voice or finding your style. And um, one of the things that strikes me from your photography and also, you know, the way you present yourself and the YouTube channel is kind of authenticity, which I think I really enjoy that part a lot. And, you know, I just was curious about, you know, maybe your journey and what does finding your voice mean to you in photography? Yeah. So that's the first question, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's 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 a tricky one because you know what is actually what do you mean by finding a voice and and um, um, you know I guess I, th I thought about it a little bit, but um, um, I, th I think photography um, and if you if you want to talk about finding a voice, I think photography is a way of bringing people into your world. Uh, uh, and the world as you see it. And I guess, uh, does that mean that's finding a voice? I'm not sure. Um, maybe it's about being able to touch other people with, um, you know, uh, emotionally with what you do in photography. I don't know. I think uh, I think it can mean many different things to, to many different people. First of all, you know, what do you want to say? What, what are you intending to say with your photography? Uh, are you intending to say anything? Are you trying to touch people on an emotional level? Are you trying to touch people politically with what your thoughts, you know, um, and using photography to do that? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, it's it's a it's a tough one. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, again, like maybe it's about being able to touch people emotionally with what you do and how you see the world. And I think photography. Um, I think. The photography that moves me is 
um, and the photographers that move me personally are ones that are able to to interpret um, their world through photography and, and, and to see the world in a different way that, you know, uh, through somebody else's eyes that, that I hadn't um, maybe previously thought about. Um, I think what mesmerises me about some of the, the great photographers is, 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 is just seeing things that are a new in a new way. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how we're going on that one, but, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's develop it from here. Let's chat about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's very good, and and yeah. I think you're you're hitting on on several points that I and I know this is a very big question that I started. Yeah. <laughs> hit it's, you yeah. from from, the, from yeah. the beginning, but I think it it's an important one, and um, you know, you mentioned, I mean, part of it is it's kind of the emotional aspect of things. So so you obviously in your response you yeah. you're not necessarily interested in. In technical aspects, really, is that is that? Well, I guess, I guess I think photography is such; it's so diverse. There are so many different facets to photography, and um, you know, my voice, if I have one, uh, may be completely different to somebody else's voice. And what I mean, you know, you know, what is photography? Um, photography is so diverse. There's so many, like I say, there's so many different facets to, to photography, and um, you know, there are many voices. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and, and I, I guess it's 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 your what you what you're wanting to achieve with your photography. You know, like your voice depends on what you're trying to achieve with your photography. Is it from a commercial aspect, or is it from a an artistic aspect? Is it from just a, a recreational aspect? I'm not sure. Um, so again, I, I guess, you know, you, you spoke about authenticity and, um, having a, a, something unique about what you do. Um, is that your voice? Maybe it is. Um, again, um, I think one of the things that I, one of the ways I try to approach my photography is maybe not to think too much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if you have that attitude towards, again, for me personally, because, you know, again, depending on what you're trying to achieve with your photography, for, but, you know, like for me, I think when I'm at my um, best of my photography personally, it's when I'm not thinking about it too much, you know, and, you know, like, uh, you know, the great man said, uh, Brisson, you know, uh, it's not about thinking too much. It's about sensitivity um, mm-hmm. A finger and two legs, and, and and I always think of that quote when I think of photography. And but you know, other people might have a different approach. Uh, uh, you know, I'm I'm a fairly simple sort of a bloke, guy, um, man, um, and you know that's my approach to life. Really, it's just about just keeping things simple and just uncluttered and just you know going with your feelings. Uh, I'm I'm not really personally not trying to you know uh, find a voice, but if I found one, it's maybe maybe it's because it's just it's just come to me. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. So I think yeah, I think it's, it's it's an interesting discussion. And I think again, mm-hmm. it, it's like life. It's like um, it's like whatever you do in life. We all approach things differently, and um, some of us are more motivated than others, or some of us at least motivated than others. But um, right. yeah, I mean, I think yeah, it depends how you you want to approach it. I think if you go, you know, you can work very hard to create your own voice. Um, style, authenticity, or you can it can just just let it come to you. And I think, uh, yeah, it's again like photography. It's it's a very diverse, um, multifaceted 
um, right. Yeah. And, Does that and, make sense? And Paul, in, in your work, so um, it seems like, and maybe that's something you may have mentioned to me in the mm -hmm. past as well, but it, it's something where, as you said, you're not overthinking things, so you let it kind of come to you. So you would yeah. say from your personal work and the way you approach photography, and maybe life <laughs> yeah. is kind of that that intuitive flowing aspect, which I, I find very interesting. Yeah. And I hear that now quite a bit when I talk to other photographers yeah. that, you know, that are really serious about photography, of course, and that, that do yeah. it either either full time or do it very seriously and so forth. So um, is that is that a fair statement? Yeah, I, th I think, it, again, it depends. I mean, because, you know, most of my photography is not, you know, I'm not pursuing it commercially, you know, and when I say commercial, I'm not, I'm not working for clients. So, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you know, when I have done that, I mean, again, there's a different, there's a, you know, there's a different approach to it. So, you know, uh, the, the type of photography that I do most is, is, is for, is for my, my own indulgence. And, and I guess, and I, and you know, it's, it's more from an artistic, um, mm -hmm. um, perspective. Whereas if, you know, you know, and I have worked commercially in photography and uh, don't do a lot of that now, but, you know, if you're working commercially, I guess the approach has to be different because, you know, it does have to be more technical perhaps. You know, you are trying to satisfy a client and, uh, again, the approach has to be different. So, but mm -hmm. for me, you know, what I do most, which is really just taking pictures that make me feel good and hopefully make others, you know, feel likewise. I mean, it's about... You know, just not thinking too much about it, just following what, you know, following the feeling that you get. And, and you know, that, that might be a little bit airy and fairy, but, um, you know, that's, that's what, that's what, that's what gives me the most reward. And I think it's, I, I find that my best photography is when I'm feeling happy about what I do. And, uh, you know, I see something and feel the urge to, to find a camera to, to, to capture it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. If that makes sense. And it, it seems like you live in a very beautiful uh, place of the world <laughs> to be able to do that. <laughs> it's funny you should say it because, like, I, you know, people often say to me that I'm lucky living where I live. And, you know, I feel that I wish that I was somewhere else sometimes. You know, it's not always, I think it's, again, it's, mm -hmm. a, it's, it's, a, it's a typical human condition. I think when you're in, right. you're, you're in a space, <laughs> when you're in a place, you, you often think that you could be somewhere better. And I, I right. <laughs> I, I, yeah. yeah. And, and I, you know, in the last 12 months, I've moved to a far more rural. I mean, I've, I'm living in New Zealand. It's always, it's always fairly rural. Even when you're living in a city, there's, 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 there's a rural backdrop somewhere within minutes right um in the last 12 months i've moved more rural and i guess i'm, I'm, I'm you know um struggling a little bit with that and wishing that i was somewhere that was a little bit more active and there was more man-made structure for instance and stuff like that so mm -hmm. and i think it, I, th i think i think it you know I've, again often people say to me you know i'm lucky living where i live and um i just i always say you know make the most of where you are uh because i think that's i think that's the key to good photography is actually or for me anyway is is just just shooting your every day and i and it's and it's it's a term it's you know i've, I've heard 
mentioned many times and um, not wanting to reuse that too much, but I think mm-hmm. I think we, we have the best connection, or for me personally anyway, I think my, I connect best with what is my everyday and, and, and things that, that, that I even think are insignificant and sometimes – and I've just, I've just, I'll give you an example. I've just moved, I've just moved house. Um, hence, I haven't been posting a lot lately, but, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm, I've been sitting, sitting uh, in my lounge and um, I'm surrounded by open paddocks and uh, power lines and stuff like that and road signs. And I've been sitting looking at a power line outside my, my lounge window and thinking I should take a picture of it. And, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's pretty insignificant. And I, th- and I keep on thinking to myself, I do this. I, I take far too many pictures of power lines. But um, <laughs> I, 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 I had to get out last night and take a picture of a power line and a, and a road sign, um, <laughs> which is insignificant. But I think, I think, I think the key is, the, the point is, is that, you know, be happy with where you are. I mean, like we all, you know, and we all see, you know, <laughs> It's the places that we know best that we're able. Again, coming back to that whole thing about your voice and, and um, you know, how we see the world. I think we see the world. Uh, the world that we see best is is the one that's most familiar to us. I believe anyway. For me personally, right? Yeah, that that's a great point. And and you know, you just reminded me like Saul Leiter. He he lived in New York, and I think most of his mm-hmm. work was just. So within cool. a few blocks of his house absolutely <laughs> absolutely and i think this whole street photography thing, i mean like i think uh um you know um i know this may be something we'll talk about a bit later but this whole you know you know labeling what we do and and, and you know mm-hmm. i mean i i a lot of the photography that i love um, or have loved that's inspired me has come from that that street photo- you know inverted commas uh, street photography genre which which i don't know if it really exists i think people try to follow that and copy that um and miss the point I th- and, and like you say with um Saul Leiter and like you know pretty much what he was doing was just taking you know soaking up as in the environment that he lived in and mm-hmm. uh, and uh and probably at that point you know uh a lot of people would have thought that was rather uninteresting but it's it's there's always there was always there's always something interesting mm-hmm. and mundane i think and and um i think we yep. often again i live in new zealand and i think and i and from where i live now i'm probably within an hour's drive you know not even well i can go up the end of my road and i can see a beautiful mountain with uh snow on it and stuff like that and um as of yet i haven't actually made the made the journey out there to take a picture of that mm-hmm. because uh i think you know um that's the obvious to me i mean uh, I think there's beauty in the in 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 the ordinary, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that's again when it comes to finding your voice. I guess I think you know it's it's often that ordinary stuff that that can be the be the important stuff can be the stuff that mm-hmm. that, that, that really uh, because it's, it's it is it is stuff that people overlook. I see plenty of pictures of. Of beautiful mountains and stuff like that, and to me, um, and, and and it's all good, and, and and I, I like I like that kind of stuff. I like looking at that stuff, but for me, I mean, like it, it can easily be lost in a, um, you know, um, a mass of pretty mountain pictures and stuff like that. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, I was thinking about, you know, uh, for example, Raymond Depardon, um, and his work in Glasgow, um, 
you know, that kind of stuff, which is, again, the very ordinary. And uh, mm-hmm. um, that, that kind of, you know, and like what you was just saying about um, uh, Soul Lighter and that. It's, right. Yeah, it's, that's what interests me because it's stuff that people would overlook. And, um, yeah, it's, and I think if you're familiar, right. if you're familiar with that, that's where it start, That's where things just come to you. You know, if you if you if you you know you start to see things because you're not you're not out there working to working to to see things. It just happens. It comes because mm-hmm. you're comfortable with your surroundings. Right, right. Does that makes sense. What if you go? What if you go, Paul? To let's say you go to an area that you're not so that you're not so familiar with. Yeah. Is that is that well, hard for you, or is that yeah, I, is I, that kind of inspiring yeah. to you? Well, well I. To, uh, 2017, uh, I, I I took a trip to Europe, and uh, I was really excited about the photography that I was going to achieve. I thought, oh, you know, this is going to be great. I can do, you know, I'm going to be able to um, make some amazing pictures. Hmm. And um, I think we spent uh, maybe a month traveling through Europe, bit of a whirlwind. But you know, I was very disappointed with my pictures and. I mean, I, I got some. I got a handful of good pictures, I think, but uh, on the whole, I, I I just failed to connect uh, with with where I was, and and, and I think it was uh, um, maybe because I wasn't familiar with the, you know, I wasn't in a familiar setting, and I was maybe looking too hard for stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. So that was a good example. I mean, like, like, and I think that that really brought it home to me even more so was the fact that you know being being familiar with your your environment, with your uh, you know um, being in an unfamiliar place, it's not always um, yeah. I, I didn't get the pictures I wanted. I was I was I was disappointed, but I felt that you know maybe mm-hmm. I just didn't have that connection. Uh, maybe if I'd spent more. You know, I, I think I think it's important just to, to, to you know just spend, you know, again spend time and spend lots of time. Um, I think one of the problems that I had was we travel around uh, a lot of places in a short amount of time. Right. I never felt connected with where I was. You know, right? Um, I'm talking a couple of days at a time in a city. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think yeah, I, I personally find it a little bit difficult when I'm in a mm-hmm. yeah. That's a very interesting point because I, that's something I. I kind of feel the same way. Well, I don't. I'm not overwhelmed by new things. I actually like new things. But I, yeah. I, th- I think at the same time, what you just said, there's a lot to be said to going back to the same places. Um, yeah. And and I yeah. do that a lot, even mm-hmm. with my some of my street photography. And you know, the the light might be different, right? The yeah. the, the scene might be different. The people might be different. You know, and so it, it's the seasons of course so it, it's a it's a wonderful thing actually and i like yeah i, I actually think that's that's really great yeah great, and i and i think i think as long as you don't re- repeat yourself i think that, that's mm-hmm. the other thing but again I, I you know if i refer back to my telephone line or my power line scenario i, I did that a yeah. lot but, uh, <laughs> you know, but yeah i think um yeah i think yeah i, th- I, th- I think you're going sometimes uh I think we fight against that feeling about oh we shouldn't do it again because we've already done it. Uh, mm-hmm. But again, it's I think just following your instinct and and you go back another day. Like the lights different, different people, um, mm-hmm. and again be, because 
what I said before about photography is, is so um, there's so many different facets to it, and, and like mm-hmm. on any one day that you might approach, you know, again, um, you may approach your photography, your photography. Um, in a different direction from a different from a, di- a different direction so a scene that you may already have photographed all of a sudden takes on a new light because you're looking at it differently and and um, mm-hmm. you know different from a different perspective mm-hmm. yeah and we each look at it differently too yeah. I, I recently took a trip with a, another photographer and, and we so we basically went to the same scenes mostly landscapes and the pictures are just I don't want to say completely different, but they're very different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it's just so interesting how we all see things differently, which I and think that's, that's so cool about photography too. And that's the voice. I think that's that's the voice. I think that's you know mm-hmm. this, this question that we topped off with about you know finding your voice. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's right. That's that's that that's possibly what it is. I mean, we all sing the song differently. You know, this yeah, um, the same song can be sung differently and, and different arrangement or whatever. But yeah, I think it's. Um, yeah, and, mm-hmm. and to me, that's that's the key. It's it's trying to get into that space where you're just seeing it as you, rather than trying to um, trying to do it like somebody else has done it. Right, copy somebody, or yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But that's all good right. too. I mean, there's I, again, there's I right. think there's no rules. I think, I think no, there's no. You know, rules. I think well, I, I think when you when you start to impart rules on things, then it yeah it becomes forced, and again, it's there's not. Mm-hmm. If you want to copy, right. copy, but yeah, but yeah, right, right, and we can co- maybe we call it emulate. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, not fully, well, fully copying. I don't, is there anything right. again? You know, I don't know if there's anything that's that's ever totally one hundred percent original. You know, again, it's mm-hmm. a much yeah. used, much yeah. used expression, but yeah, mm-hmm. I think um, right, I think we're right. all yeah, I think it, it, it's like like you know Paul McCartney, you know, um, you know. Uh, when asked where his music came from, it was through years of playing music with his, his father and his, his, his family and sing songs and stuff like that. And a lot of music went in, mm-hmm. and uh, his music came out. It wasn't the same music that went in, but it was there were there were elements from lots of different places, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it comes out sometimes in in in, in, in beautiful ways. Right. Right. So, so Paul, a question: um, What what kind of different things you like to photograph? What 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 is exciting to you? Maybe now or maybe in the past, but what 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 kind of things do you like to photograph the most? Oh, I think it's just anything. I mean, like like um, I I often say to myself, I should be doing more portraiture work because I really, you know, I I, I think when you're working with people and you have um, the human element in your pictures. I think that that to me is um, always makes a picture more interesting. Um, mm-hmm. This it, it's really it's just the unknown of what's going to be. You know, like uh, I mean, one day again, I talked about mountains before, and and mm-hmm. um, you know, landscapes and stuff like that, and you know, the whole conventional landscape type of stuff. I mean, like. Um, Tomorrow I might wake up and feel the need to to take a to take a um, a beautiful landscape shot, or you know, uh, I don't know. It's it's always I think that's the exciting thing about photography. You just for me anyway, it's just not knowing 
what's mm-hmm. around the corner. I, I don't know. I think, uh, you know, again, I, I've moved to a new, another new location and uh, I'm, I'm kind of excited about the restrictions that it's going to impart on me because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of – there aren't a lot of people here. There's mm-hmm. a lot of sheep and a lot of cattle. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, it's like – uh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm excited about how I capture that, and right. I think when I started my photography, I was I was trying to be a street photographer, you know, and mm-hmm. um, and then realised that, uh, you know, getting on a bus and travelling an hour and walking around a city, uh, trying to do the same stuff that everybody else was trying to do wasn't really going to kick it for me and uh mm-hmm. and this you know it's like i see a lot of good um so i i don't see a lot of good street photography and i um i, I see a, a, a small amount of very 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 good street photography but you know what can i add to that genre um so i just yeah i think what excites me it's just about i think what excites me is the unknown and mm-hmm. and um just just you know when those pictures come which is often at unexpected times, hoping that I've got a camera on me and I can um, stop and take a picture. And if I haven't got a camera, I make a point of going back and try mm-hmm. and get it when it comes back again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, I just don't think too much about it. I think it's about right. Yeah, it's about just letting it, letting it, letting it flow. Right. So, so you're not like thinking of yourself like, oh, I'm a define you with a certain category yeah. and, and and then yeah. just photograph that you're more you're going really more with your intuition yeah well i think because you, you you tend you can restrict yourself but and, and again come back to this whole voice thing it's like if you want to mm-hmm. and again it, 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 different people uh different folks different strokes sort of thing it's like right um uh, for me um yeah if if you want to shoebox yourself into something as you know if, if i want to you know, I don't want to call myself a landscape photographer because I don't feel what I, you know, I don't feel that I am a landscape photographer. I look at other landscape photographers and I think to myself, those guys are landscape photographers, but that's not what I do. Um, uh, uh, I think this whole voice thing, it comes back to just, again, you know, uh, just do what do what comes along. Uh, mm-hmm. For me personally, like, like you know, um, yeah, I do a lot of, la- you know, landscape type photography i guess but i'd like to you know when i look back at what i you know my best stuff it's like um yes there's definitely an element of the landscape there but there's also another element that's floating around in there which is you know um it's it's like i guess not that i am a, a huge michael kenner fan i, I don't follow his work a lot but um you know i do I, I like his work and i look at when i look at his work um I don't see it as landscape photography. You know, I just see it as mm-hmm. there's something there's something else going on there, you know? Mm-hmm. There's something else happening there. It's not just a picture of a mountain or a, a field. Mm-hmm. There's something happening in those pictures. And um, there's lots of different things happening. And, and it's by, by saying it's landscape photography, I think is doing it mm-hmm. an injustice. I think there's something else. Right. And, 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 I, and it's like street photography too. As an example, mm-hmm. if you look at you know uh, Soul Light, and I, I haven't I don't I haven't followed Soul Light's work a lot, um, but you know what I have seen, there's something else going on there. It's not to me. It's um, you know um, you know 
Harry, uh, Harry Griart, uh, who's somebody I've been following a lot of late. Again, you could you could say it's street photography, but there's something else going on in that in that mm-hmm. photography, and mm-hmm. um, that's what excites me. You know, mm-hmm. there's something. There's another element in there. You can't just say right. it's street photography. Right. Great use of color. You know, like solar. Mm-hmm. It's great use of color. It's 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 some, there's yeah. emotion there. There's there's something mm-hmm. that sparks something when you when you look at it. And um, yeah. yeah, I think by 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 trying to shoebox yourself as a portrait photographer, landscape photographer, street photographer, whatever you want, to, whatever you want to shoebox yourself as, you I think you miss the point. I think it's about just just shooting. Want, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. you know, get yeah. the feeling, you know, find those feelings, mm-hmm. you know, whatever yeah. it is. Right. Yeah, and it's interesting with Saul Leiter. Um, it so happens I, I'll just release an episode about him. So I, uh-huh. I studied him up a little more than, than before, but I, I find him very fascinating because he was also a painter. Yeah. And uh-huh. I think you can kind of really see that in his imagery, this, you know, this yeah. painterly this painterly way of, of, of photographing many but, layers and, and, and how you know, do you do obviously that? at the time yeah. there was very you yeah. know nobody did that actually nobody almost nobody did color back then either yeah but, so how do you do that how does he do that <laughs> you know yeah. how do you do that how do you do that um, i think he i don't know how, how is he it, does it you, know, you know so that's the interesting thing for me it's like this this special place the special thing this mm-hmm. little twilight zone thing that goes on where you know, um, you know, yeah. A photographer, you, you it just, I just scratch my head sometimes and think, how does that guy do that? How do you? Mm-hmm. It's like you said about um, having a background in painting. How do you bring mm-hmm. that through in photography? It's you know, because really, what you're, you're using a piece of machinery, capturing something on a piece of emulsion, and how do mm-hmm. you bring this painting thing into it? You know, it's um, mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's spooky. Right, right. It's spooky. And well and, and right, and part of that is the is the seeing, right? And and mm. that we could call it the art of seeing, because I do think, you know, some people certainly have it more than others. <laughs> um mm. but that that's a big part of, of photography and yeah. what are your thoughts about that? I mean just um, the, Yeah, yeah, like I I think I on an episode I did, I talked about seeing and, you know, developing your eye. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I don't know where it comes from. I, I, I think I think it's, uh, yeah, I mean, the question that I asked was, you know, is seeing, is it something that you're born with? Is it, is it, a, is it a gift? Or is mm-hmm. it something that can be, can be worked on and um, can be, you know, sculptured, I guess? Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I, I it, it I, yeah, again, it's it, it's it's a it's a big question because um, depending on who you are and how you, I think the best photographers. I mean, like you know, if you maybe the very very best photographers have this combination of um, natural ability and work ethic, and um, mm-hmm. and those are the very best photographers that that are able to combine, I guess, what they have. Um, God given, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Not that I'm a religious man, but um, they may have this God given ability to see, um, mm-hmm. natural ability to see, and also have the ability to, um, you know, 
to approach photography from a technical aspect, and and, and you know maybe that's the thing. But also, you know, again, I, I go back to um, that the quote that song quote about, about you know don't think too much. It's just about mm-hmm. sensitivity of thing mm-hmm. in two weeks. You know, that's yeah. I don't know. Right. There are no. I've got this on the piece of paper right. in front of me. I've got in big capital letters, no rules, exclamation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and, and the funny thing is, right, about the, those so-called rules, I, because, you know, I, not, I shouldn't say I often say it, but I sometimes talk about, you know, I, mm. don't, I don't like that rule of thirds and stuff like that. Having said that, you know, it can be helpful sometimes. I mean, if you just take it as what it is, as what it is, it's just some yeah. sort of a guideline. You know, you can you can try it, but it's definitely not a rule. Well, um, there's probably only two compos <laughs> because I'm not a very intelligent bloke for a start. But there's probably two. <laughs> there's two rules I follow, or two rules that I use. It's rule of thirds and probably leading lines, and that's, that's as far as it goes for me. But um, <laughs> it's but um, I, I think it's almost like like. From that whole rule, you know, if you talk about rule of thirds for, for, as an example, I'll see something, I'll see a picture, I'll frame mm-hmm. it, I'll frame it in my mind, and then I'll, I'll frame it with my camera. And then I use that rule of thirds just to kind of, I guess, balance it, just to check it out and balance it, you know? Um, so it's like, but um, it's like a lot of things, it's like, you know, the process of learning. I think you learn these things, and after a while, they become. Unconscious, you know, you talk about unconscious, yeah. mm-hmm. unconscious mm-hmm. competence thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it just it's there because we've learned it so we've seen it and we've worked with it so often that it becomes this unconscious thing that just happens and you 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 you, you realize it straight off. I mean, you know, I was, uh, um, you know, I'm a tradesman and uh, have been a tradesman, a cabinet maker, and for me, a big part of um, you know, making furniture and stuff like that has been about balance and, you know, geometry and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I, I think, mm-hmm. you know, um, having having worked in that field for a long, a big part of my life, you know, that those compositionally elements, I guess, if you want to call them, they're there, mm-hmm. they're, impl- mm-hmm. they're ingrained in me. So, um, right. Right. so again, it, the question is, this whole thing about having an eye. What is our eye? I think our eyes develop from 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 an early childhood. I think you know. So whatever mm-hmm. we've done in our life, I think our you know we you know the way we see things is developed um, mm-hmm. from our experiences, I guess. So right. um, and again, this whole thing about you know for me, photography's been a you know I guess a constant in my life from when I was young. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've always loved photography, right. uh, even though I haven't. Uh, you know, I've only really taken part in photography in my later years, but you know, photography has always been a big part of my life. It's because I've just loved looking at pictures, whether it be, you know, uh, Time magazine or you know, uh, album covers, music, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Looking at pictures right. and and all that kind of stuff, um, it's always fascinated mm-hmm. me. So, and, and that's I think a big part of this whole developing your eye and seeing a picture. And I don't know how you. When you look at a picture, but if I look at a picture, I look at the picture, then I think about what happened before the picture. You know, what what are the people thinking in the mm-hmm. picture? You know, um, mm-hmm. the look on their faces. Um, again, you know, I, I've spent years and years looking at record covers, album covers. I used to love mm-hmm. album covers. I'd sit and look at, a, um, you know, the Doors uh, 
Uh, what's the right. Doors album? Uh, um, you know, and you look at the look at the imagery in, in some of those albums, and you think, what was this person thinking? You know, what's 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 this picture mean? You know, and mm-hmm. yeah, right, the, right. Many many stories and pictures. It's very interesting, and it's actually something I, I, I recent well not recently, but I thought about it as well. Is the you know mm-hmm. does a picture have to have a story every single time? You know, in other words, mm-hmm. you know some 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 of the images that we produce, whether it's you know in street photography or otherwise, yes, they may have a, a strong story, but then there might be images that are sheer beauty <laughs> yeah you know what i mean so and and then i was thinking well does it even the sheer beauty ones we could say well maybe they have a story too because it's just this the beautiful mountain or the beautiful landscape yeah. but yeah. but it is interesting i i am actually more more intrigued with because i i tend to shoot a lot of that type of beauty stuff for beautiful patterns and so forth and i think that's fine but i also am very intrigued by the photos that you mentioned you know where there is there are all these questions, you know, you're wondering what happened yeah. here, what, you know, what is the, yeah, anyway, what's and, the story and, and, behind and, and, it? Yeah, and if somebody, <laughs> when, when you take that picture, I mean, uh, are you thinking about all those things when you take the picture? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if mm-hmm. it's, I mean, can you, you know, um, can you plan that? That quickly, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, again, again, I guess if, you, if again, it depends on, on on how you approach your photography and, and what mm-hmm. what type of photography you're doing. But you know, if you're if you're just impulsively shooting, I mean, I I, I don't know, you know. Right. Um, see this, you know, this pictures that I've taken, and I think, oh, you know, look, I look at it, and I and um, I think that the, the best pictures I take, I, I can look at it again. I think, oh, there's something going on there, and there's. You know what was I doing? What was I seeing? And you know, um, you know, uh, there's a picture. I, I again, just one that comes to mind. I took a picture of a couple of young boys playing guitar and singing at a at a market one morning. Mm-hmm. And um, same thing. You look at it. You know, I, I still look at that picture and I think to myself, you know, what, you know, the boys biting the apple, the, the boys playing the guitar, and um, I don't know. I don't think I, there was any intention for me to capture mm-hmm. all the all those ideas and things, and mm-hmm. you know, maybe there's right. yeah, like you say, like you know, the pretty pictures. Uh, some to somebody, it's just a pretty picture, but in, for others, there's, um, there's there's a deeper story there. Yeah, and it could be it could mean more. Yeah. You're exactly right. The I don't know. Picture could mean much more. For, yeah, for exactly. others. Yeah, that's true. Very I true. again, I I'm not a I'm not a, a great thinking man. You know, um, and uh, so again, sometimes I think we can overthink stuff. You know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Very um, true. I'm just trying to think uh, of an example, but um, again, I, I just keep I keep on going back to that that Henry uh, Cartier-Bresson saying, you know, it's a, a thing of two legs. Um, don't think too much. It's 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 mm-hmm. sensitivity, and you know, right. I've heard I've heard. Um, as an example, I was watching a documentary, and I, I, I'm not sure of the name of the picture, but the, the, the man jumping over the puddle, which is oh, sure. su- supposedly one of yeah, the greatest, one greatest of pictures, yeah, one of his greatest, ones, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, I was watching a, an art history type documentary, and the the art historian was talking about how he was making the statement about um, France at the turn of the century and this. 
industrial revolution and stuff like this. And, um, you know, he was trying to make all these um, statements in this picture. And I just thought to myself, well, at the end of the day, like he probably just saw somebody jump across the puddle mm-hmm. and, 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 and it just took his eye. And, and again, I think about that quote, which is one of his quotes and it's like sensitivity of thing in two leagues. It's, it's just having that. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just, don't think, to, don't overthink it. Um, right. Maybe there's right. nothing to be said. It's just, it just, it's, it's like, again, like when we see things again, it's this whole thing about this voice. When we see something, we all have an interpretation about, you know, what it means, you know, to me, mm-hmm. it's just a man jumping across a puddle and it just, it's, there's some, there's some uh, geometry, there's the geometry of that picture. Mm-hmm. There's, there's something going on there. So right. we're not, I don't know. It's just don't ever think it. There's something just magic about it. I don't know. It's, right. Uh, Right. I don't. I, I personally think he just saw it, took the picture, and, and moved on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah, no, no. It's a good point, and uh, and I agree with that. I, I personally, you know, I'm probably more influenced by, and that's a question for you eventually too. But I, yeah. I'm more influenced by, you know, painter artists and so forth than yeah. actual photographers. Yeah, if anything, yeah. but, but. You know, so in that sense, even when you look at paintings or abstract paintings and all that, I, I don't know, you know, there it's, of course, once you go into abstraction, now it becomes even more extreme. Now it's, yeah. so, so yeah. you're abstracting things where you may or may not recognize even what yeah. what what the thing is. But the song, and yeah. it could still be very cool and could still be very intriguing, yeah. but, you know, yeah. then it gets more challenging to to I guess interpret the story for example yeah but anyway um so I guess my question to you with regards to influences um Paul what are some of the photographers or other artists that you are you know perhaps yeah. influenced by or that you're looking up to or yeah. interested in um I don't, I don't spend a lot of time really studying uh other photographers or um I mean you know I look at a lot of photography and um, I kind of, uh, I guess, move over it quite quickly because, you know, mm-hmm. I don't sit there and try to overanalyze what I'm seeing. Right. But um, as far as influences, I mean, like, you know, um, Ralph Gibson is, is some, mm-hmm. like, you know, I think about when I saw his work and, you know, uh, what that, what that made me it, it it changed my perspective of photography and and mm. and and how you know you know I, I've just just mesmerised by his his photographs um, mesmerised by what he has to say about photography I think is, is also is equally as motivating for me um, another big influence for me um, and again um, uh, when it, influence or uh, what's the word. Uh, um, there's a, there's a New Zealand photographer, Anz Westra, who's um, um, a Dutch-born photographer that came here in, I think, the 1950s or early 60s. I'm, I'm not too sure. But I really admire um, her approach, you know, her what she's what she achieved in photography because she, you know, her, her, her work is um, about New Zealand. And mm-hmm. what I admire about her work is the fact that she got out and did what she did, which is, you know, she, she took a lot of um, picture, pictures of, of Maori and, um, you know, she, she, to me she was kind of like uh, the Robert Frank of New Zealand. I think hmm. she had probably the same mantra when she was out 
taking photographs. Mm-hmm. She, she 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 did many road trips, and I just admire what she she managed to achieve. Because again, a young woman, you know, a, a young Dutch woman, you know, we're talking somebody in her early twenties, self funding herself. She was self taught, um, and getting into these rural communities of New Zealand back in the day when, you know, New Zealand was pretty, you know, New Zealand. You know, um, I came here in the 1970s, um, but she was here in the, the late 50s, early 60s, and, and it was—it's a very hard country. And, and like being able to get an, into the the Maori community and take pictures of that of that whole thing going on, um, mm. I really tip my hand. I think, you know, I often say like, uh, I think, I think the most important thing about photography is not so much having the ability to take photographs. I think it's getting yourself in position. To take mm-hmm. pictures, and I think you know, um, getting in positions the hard is the hard part. You know, getting into mm-hmm. those, getting into to, to you know onto a marae, for instance, which is a, a Maori meeting place where it's a very sacred place, and gaining the respect of people, being able to take pictures of them, having the courage to do that, really inspires me. It really motivates me. I think that's 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 you know, and, and on top of that. Um, Again, if we're talking about voice, I think she has a very clear voice, and I think I always look whenever I see a picture of hers, I, th- I know that it's her, hmm. you know, and she captures that. So, Anne's Westra, I think, is a again, I haven't studied Anne's a lot, and she's still living, and she's a she's a living photographer. She's in her eighties now, but I'm just in awe of what she achieved, and uh, that uh, that inspires me greatly. Eggleston, again, I'll, you know, there's there's lots mm-hmm. of photographers, and um, right. but I, I, I think. Ralph Gibson and and, and Westra would, would be two that would 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 be my my top two, and then there's all the other guys like you know uh, De Pardon and and, and Groyart, um, you know, and there's lots and lots and lots of them. Mm-hmm. You know, this uh, it doesn't take a lot for me to get motivated. You know, I'll, I'll find mm-hmm. a photographer one day, like Groyart, for instance, is somebody that I've somebody said to me. You know, I took a I took a picture, I put a picture up on my Instagram. Feed and somebody said to me, "Oh, it's very Harry Groyart," and I'd, I'd never heard of this guy. <laughs> I mean, you know, I feel humble mm-hmm. that somebody said that for a start. And I don't even feel that it's it's uh, that it, that it is anywhere near the quality of what he does. But um, it made me go and investigate him, and, and and I just was blown away. It's just like, wow, this mm-hmm. is just amazing. I mean, like, we, when asked the question, "What are, what are your influences?" Well, I think we automatically um, refer to to a photographer. Right, that, right, you're right. I think, um, you know, a painter or a, you know, uh, I like um, moving pictures. I like I like mm-hmm, watching films, mm-hmm. and yep. um, you know, sometimes I watch it. I watch a movie, and, and there yep. might be a mood going on that I yep. that I, I I catch on to. Absolutely, because um, again, it's all for. T- I guess it's all it's all art or whatever. You know, it's all image making at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Mm-hmm. Whether it be painting, photography, or right. motion pictures, it's all it's yeah. all art. You're right, and it's interesting about what you mentioned with the motion pictures. I know actually yeah. two two photographers I know that mention motion pictures as a major influence to their, or in other words, I should say, cinematography. I guess. Um, yeah, that's, well, that's as what a major influence, and yeah. I can totally see that. Um, where, you know, that I mean, they call them right often director of photography <laughs> yeah and so yeah. they they do a lot with lighting and sometimes yeah. with color and all that of course and some of it is is absolutely amazing, amazing. Um, incredible yeah i mean i can't yeah. um yeah i mean i i think the level of skill to be able you know I, it just blows my mind when i look at yeah. movies and i think 
you know, somebody yep. has really thought about this. Mm-hmm. You know? And like I was saying before, I don't think too much, and and I, mm-hmm. I'm in awe of people that actually have that ability to um, to be able to do something on that level yep. consistently at that standard. Yep. I think is is quite mind blowing. It's amazing. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. some of those sets. I mean, they. I know yeah. they. The, the lighting is so elaborate and, and there's nothing by chance <laughs> no, you know uh, that that's the amazing thing yeah uh, it's just it's just yeah. mind-blowing and that, hence, mm-hmm. that's why but again i mean this there's this beauty and simplicity as well so i think yes oh and i and i think and i think i think um you know there's a two-way thing with this i think we can look at this we look at others and and we can be in awe of what they do mm-hmm. and let it stop us from doing stuff because we're not a, we're not we're not ever going to be that good, you know. And mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, I, again, I just come back to the great man. What he said, you know, it's just mm-hmm. don't think too much, right? You know? <laughs> Press the shutter. That's what right. it's about. And I think you know, I always it's something I always tell myself when I when I feel that I'm not worthy of even calling myself a photographer. It's about hey, at the end of the day. You know, it's about just seeing it, feeling it, and pressing the shutter. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's the most that's the key key component. Don't right. don't uh, don't be in awe of, of of these great people and think that because you're right. not anywhere near that that you can't create as well. Right. Yeah, that's such a good point. And I the fact that that came up in another conversation I had for the podcast was also you know that I think the issue we. We have naturally, right, and probably in any art form, we always mm-hmm. compare ourselves to others. But exactly. I think yeah. sometimes probably way too much, and, and we yeah. should just pursue, yeah. right, what we want to pursue, and not not worry yeah. too much about it. But <laughs> and I and I think that's where the for me any personally anyway, like when I got into when I started photography, I think you know which we want to talk about the technical aspect of it. Um, for me, I thought you know there was always a this whole barrier about. You know, the day when you want to, you start calling yourself a photographer, and um, and for me, like I, I felt really un, uncomfortable about doing that because I just felt that I didn't, you know, because I didn't have the technical knowledge, the technical background that it was that that I, I'm not worthy, you know, I'm not worthy of mm-hmm. doing it, I'm not worthy of calling. It. But then, listening to other photographers that 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 have the same issues and the same approach, and you know lack of technical ability and then all of a sudden you mm-hmm. think well it, that whole technical thing can be a restriction at times like feeling that you're not you know you're not good enough um mm-hmm. that you don't have anything worthy to to um to um to say or to to um you know if, you know you you know my photography may not be worthy of of, of this it's like with landscape one of the reasons I just do not call myself a landscape photographer I look at this beautiful digital landscape photography that comes out and I I find it difficult to create that mm-hmm. um, and uh, I can get I can get raveled up in the fact that I can't do it um, but then again I can do some other stuff that's just mm-hmm. as good but it's different you know right. and I should focus on that I think right right because some of the work you're doing quite a bit of film work still is yeah. that correct mm-hmm. yeah 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 i think i think um yeah i, I again i guess I, i'm known from my my youtube channel i guess and uh you know most of what i do on, on my youtube channel is film based um mm-hmm. 
yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's it, it's the photography that you know. I love both both forms. I love digital and I love film. Uh, I guess film I find the most exciting. I think it's mm-hmm. it, it conjures up the memories of what photography was for me, what really means to me. Because again, I grew up, you know, in the seventies, mm-hmm. late sixties, early seventies, and photography for me was about. Um, photo albums and looking at physical pictures, you know? Right. And right. Um, and my uncle's cameras, or, you know, just just all those cameras that, that were just like, uh, you know, these machines that were just so so beautiful and so expensive and so unobtainable. <laughs> there, was, there, was a, there was this, yeah, so that's, yeah. For film, so film really is, again, I don't know why, it's just it just has this special feeling for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I love digital as well. I think digital is, is is equally as exciting as well. And how do you? Seems like a silly question, but when you go out and photograph, do you do you just randomly take either a film or a digital camera, or do you do you kind of? It just kind of depends. Or um, I guess you know. I guess one of the one of the one of the restrictions about this whole ch- you know my channel and having to produce content so much of mm-hmm. mine. My photography time is now um, dedicated to that. Um, mm-hmm. So, if I look at the time previous to my creating my my channel, um, mm-hmm. you know, it really was about just you know uh, picking up the camera that speaks loudest. I guess you know, like um, whether that be a digital, but you know, like it would, you know, I, I go through phases where. I'm really, I'm really into into film photography, and I'm seeing things in black and white, and, and that's mm-hmm. what's that's what's giving me the, um, giving me this that special feeling and, and, and the reward. And then there's other times when I'm just a little bit, you know, tired of that, and I want to just, you know, take a rest from the process of film photography, which is, mm-hmm. you know, it's a lot of work and um, yeah, <laughs> just the convenience of just having a digital camera and. Mm-hmm. Taking pictures and coming back and and the instant instant um, gratification, I guess, of digital. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I just it just you know like I'll, I'm usually one or the other, but very rarely mm-hmm. both. I don't know. Um, mm. I, you know, if I'm seeing things, you know, if I'm in love with film, you know, if I am in love with film, it's use a film camera. But again, like mm-hmm. I said, you know, with, with the channel, I guess you know because again, we have this this whole thing about you know. Um, uh, what people want to see from me, and, and I guess film, I, I'm 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 probably regarded in the the whole YouTube thing as a as a as a film photographer. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what people tune into my channel for. So I guess you know mm-hmm. I'll go out and I think to myself, oh, I need to shoot film today uh, when I'm mm-hmm. not always feeling like shooting film, or or I'll need to go and shoot this camera today when I feel like actually just shooting another camera because it's um, but I you know again. It's that restriction thing coming into mm-hmm. to, you, to your work. I think, uh, right. you know, as, as much as I want to try and just be a photographer and uh, just mm-hmm. do what I want to do, there, there's always it's like life in general. There's all these little compli- complex <laughs> little things that come. Oh, it's a little more complicated. <laughs> yeah, it makes life complicated. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, speaking of your YouTube channel, and we'll, we'll link to all that in the show notes, of course, sure. as well. Um, Thank you. What What are some of the things you you're working? Towards, or do you have 
plans for the channel and maybe some of the next projects uh, it's been a little more challenging probably for your with your move and everything yeah 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 I, again it's like you know i'm, I'm I, I constantly battle with you know where where i want to go with my channel you know and mm -hmm. what i want to do with it because i think um it's very easy to for it to be another job you know and mm -hmm. you know, when i when I sold my business three years ago and decided I wanted to pursue photography, it was about pursuing photography and not and being able to to do that in a pure way. And I think, you know, as you will probably know, when you work commercially, it changes stuff. It just changes. And mm -hmm. uh, the channel's kind of the same because, it, cause, you know, if I approach it, I want to. I've got a plan. I want. I want to. I want to set a plan in stone. I'm going to become a, a YouTuber, and I'm going to have so many subscribers, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and you start creating this plan. And before you know it, that's taken over your photography. Hmm. All of a sudden, it's like you're no longer a photographer on YouTube. You're a YouTuber who <laughs> is a photographer. Just, hmm. and, and 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 I guess that's that's the that's the constant battle of it, you know. And, and like. Hmm. Uh, I constantly battle with, you know, I have times where I'm very focused on, I have a plan, I'll write up a, a list of videos that I want to do, and then all of a sudden I'll be going, well, this is not what I want to be doing. I want to be I want to be a photographer. I want to be able to just pick up a camera and take pictures when I want to take pictures. And um, um, that's the battle, I think, is mm -hmm. trying to. And I think, you know, uh, what I've learned is, you know, it's, it's not about, at the end of the day, having... A million subscribers because if you've mm -hmm. got a million subscribers you've just got a job like everybody else really mm -hmm. because uh, you know i guess if you're lucky enough and talented enough not to be in that situation i guess and there's very few people who can but i think mm -hmm. the most part you know um you know success uh on you in on the youtube platform or anything in life really you have to be driven and you have to be have this plan um and you know, before you know it, you're, you're, you're putting out videos about what's in your bag. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, or, um, and, right. then and then all of a sudden, like this thing that you got into, it's like, you know, getting mm -hmm. into commercial photography is an example. Like you, mm -hmm. the reason why you pick up a camera in the first place is because you like, you love taking pictures. And then you say, oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to do this. I'm going to become a wedding photographer. I'm going to become a portrait photographer. And all of a mm -hmm. sudden, you know, you go from that space where, it was something that you loved to do and you were creative and then it becomes something different. And we all know that, you know, uh, mm -hmm. the grayer the hair, the more we know this, you know. Um, and, um, yeah, and again with the channel, I just, I would just love it to be about, I'd love to be, you know, I want to be successful in it. Um, but I want to be successful at it without a price, which is the price of being um, losing that spontaneity about my photography, about picking up a camera mm -hmm. and, and not doing mm -hmm. the, you know, I've got to do two videos a week or I've got to do four a month or I have to, you know, um, if, I, if I'm not getting so many views per per video, it's I'm, I'm failing, you know. Because, um, mm -hmm. again, often I find that the, the best stuff that I've done is stuff that people don't want to watch for some reason, you know, like you're, <laughs> it's true. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, I look at work mm -hmm. I've done and I think I'm really proud of that and mm -hmm. the, the, it doesn't find an audience and, mm -hmm. um and you know, I can. There's there's some very well known YouTubers that have probably gone through the same thing and uh, mm -hmm. gone on gone on to be very successful uh, and have probably done so because they 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 sacrificed 
what it was originally mm-hmm. that they got into the whole thing for. So to answer your question in rather a long-winded way, yeah. um, I don't know. The channel, it's just like see where it goes, you know, and mm-hmm. and and um, maybe I'm just lazy. I don't know. Maybe it's just a case mm-hmm. of I'm not, you know, driven enough. To, I just want it to be about my photography and, and mm-hmm. I think it's got to be about enjoyment, enjoying that. And I think if, if I'm enjoying it, hopefully then people will watch my stuff, enjoy it mm-hmm. as well. And, uh, yeah, it's tricky. It's a hard one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I haven't watched all your videos, but I, the ones I watched, I, I enjoyed every single one of them. So I definitely would, you know, recommend it to, to our listeners here to check it out. And, and, um, yeah, it's, um, and, and, you know, you're doing really a nice job with your cinematography too. So, <laughs> so, yeah, well, really I mean, cool. I think, th- yeah. And I think, I think, you know, Really, it's just photography at the end of the day. I think mm-hmm. you know, I've, mm-hmm. I've probably got a longer history in, in actual cinematography. You know, it's just, it's a fancy mm. word for me for being right, right. <laughs> videos, you know, it's right, but, um, right. Videos, but yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's all in one. I think that's a cool thing about you know, you know, the opportunities we have today as photographers is we're able to combine cinematography, filmmaking. Whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, with photography, because it's really it's 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 the same. It's one and the I think it's one and the same. I think mm-hmm. the elements of both cross right, over. Right. And I, I, I'm a better. I think I'm a better photographer because of of um, my background, uh, you know, using video. And I'm, I think I'm a better mm-hmm. cinematographer because of my background in photography. I think it's mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. very much now. You know, every right. camera you every camera you pick up now, pretty much you can create video of it. And I think it's yeah, one and the same. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, Paul, thank you so much for being here today. It was really fun to talk to you, yeah. um, to learn more about, you know, you and, and your photography and cinematography. And yeah, thanks again so much. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate it. Okay. I hope you liked today's episode with Paul Smith. I will link to his website, his YouTube channel, and to several of the photographers he mentioned in the show notes at danielsigphotography.com forward slash episode 018. So episode 018. Thanks so much for listening and talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.